Sing, Lord, I want to live for thee. Come now. Lord, I, I want to live for thee.
got our youth praise team. I've been, I've been waiting on y'all. <laughs> Thank God for you. So glad to have our youth come and lead us in worship today. And I'm sure they got you all ready for worship and they told you exactly what you need to do today. But did they tell you that you all are going to have to say amen today? <laughs> did they tell y'all that y'all are all the help I got today? And so that means y'all are going to have to help me preach today. That means you don't have to say it unless I'm telling the truth. But if I tell the truth, I need y'all to holler real loud back there. Amen. So I know I'm not in here by myself. Amen. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Amen. 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 Deep. Deep. You sitting too. Just come on up a little, a little closer. You, you all right. We got we to gotta make this work. We're in, we're in a strange time. Reverend Pitts, thank you so much. Thank you so much. From the gospel as recorded by St. John, St. John chapter 4, and if you will allow me again upstairs to change, change, let's go back to verse 19. We'll start by reading chapter 4, beginning with verse 19. <clears throat> These are the words that you find there. The woman said unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our fathers worshiped in this mountain. And ye say that Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me. The hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye worship, ye know not what. We know what who we know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh, and is now, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. Amen. Amen. And we focus on verse 23. For the hour cometh and now is. Amen. I, I want to talk from this subject now, today. I want to talk about now is the time. <clears throat> now is the time. <clears throat> One of the things 
that has always fascinated me about the word of God is how over time the word of God becomes a part of who you are. Once you're saved and the more you study the word of God, the more it seems that the word consumes your very being. You find yourself, you find yourself as a student of the word and one who is saved and has studied the word of God. You find yourself being kind to folk who you know can't stand you. Amen, somebody. You find yourself giving away things that you thought you could never part with. Find yourself looking beyond other folks' faults and seeing if you can meet their needs. That's just the power of the word of God. That's what the word of God does to me, does to all of us. And that is amazing to me how the word transforms us. <clears throat> but another thing that amazes me about the Bible and is how the Bible answers questions that we haven't gotten around to asking yet. I wonder if I got a witness here. Words that are written, words that were written thousands of years ago that speak to situations right now. They call it a rhema, a rhema word, a right now word. <clears throat> That's how I see the text this morning. That's how I see this scripture, a right now word from God. Look at it. But the hour is coming and is now when the true worshiper will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Are y'all hearing me? It's almost like the writer knows there'll come a day when you ain't going to make it down to Salem. Are y'all hearing me? There'll come a day when you won't be able to get, are y'all hearing me? He said the time is coming and that time is right now. We will learn and we're going to worship. We will worship him in spirit and in truth. Well, my brothers and my sisters, I, I feel sorry right now for, for, for those whose worship is constrained to a certain building. I feel sorry for those who, whose worship is, is, is constrained to a certain pew and a certain choir in the stand and a certain preacher in the pulpit. Are y'all hearing me? This COVID-19 has come through and stripped us of every bit of that. Are y'all hearing me? And it's sad, my brothers and sisters, it's sad when our worship is thrown off just because we can't get to that one place. Sad when worship is thrown off just because you, you, you can't get to that place where you feel good. Are y'all hearing me? You, you know I'm right about it. You know I'm right about it. A, a visitor can sit in your seat and throw your whole worship off. But there is a word from the Lord today. There's a word that, that sets us all on notice. A word that not only pushes us, not only out of our favorite seat, but a word that pushes us completely out of our beloved sanctuary. Word that reminds us, reminds us the kind a worshiper that God is looking for and how right now he's giving us the opportunity to become the kind of worshipers that he is looking for. Come now with me to the word. Come to the word. Jesus and his disciples are leaving Judea. And they're on their way to Galilee. And the straightest way, the straightest route to get from Judea to Galilee is right through Samaria. 
Are y'all hearing me? And that's why the Bible says, that's why the Bible says, that's all Jesus was saying when it says, I must need go through Samaria. All Jesus is saying, and that's my quickest route. I, I got to go through Samaria. The problem was that no upstanding Jew would ever go through Samaria. Are y'all hearing me? It was totally beneath them to go through Samaria. As far as they were concerned, Samaritans were unclean, half-breed Jews who married outside of their race. There ain't no way we going through Samaria. Are y'all hearing me? So Jews that were on their way to Galilee from Judea, they would cross over the Jordan River, go down the other side, and then cross back over the Jordan just to get to Galilee, just to keep from going through Samaria. But, but Jesus, after he sends his disciples away to the market, says he sent them into the city to buy some stuff and and uh, I don't want to get off track here, but he sent them into the city. Where were they? They were in Samaria. I wonder who they dealt with to buy stuff. They ain't got nothing to do with nothing. But, I, but, but anyway, they had, J Jesus has sent them to the market. And, and he's taking the straight route going through Samaria. And it is on that trip that he meets this woman. He meets this Samaritan woman who is at Jacob's well. And she is there in the very heat of the day. It's noon. Without getting lost in details, without getting lost in details, let me just say, let, so we don't get thrown behind here, let me just tell you that the woman has some issues. Like everybody up in here. Got, got some issues. But in spite of her issues, Jesus starts a conversation with this woman. Don't miss that. She got issues. But Jesus is talking to her. Are y'all hearing me? Something wrong with her. But Jesus talks to her. She's out there in the heat of the day all by herself because nobody else will talk to her but Jesus talks to her. Aren't you glad that even with all your issues, I wonder if I got a witness up in here. Aren't you glad that even with all your issues, we have a savior that we can talk to and who will talk to us. Jesus asked her for a drink of water. He said, give me a drink. And when he asked her to give him a drink of water. Look what she does. She pulls the race card. She said, Jesus, Jesus, you see me, I see you. How is it that you, a Jew, is asking me for water when you know? Are y'all hearing this? When you know that Jews and Samaritans don't have any dealing. Jesus says to her, let me paraphrase. He said, if you, yeah, paraphrasing in verse 10, he says, if you had any idea what God has in store for you, if you had any idea who it was that were asking you for water, you would be asking me for living water. This one statement, Jesus pointed out her ignorance to the fact. In that one statement, he pointed out that she's ignorant to who he was. He's the Messiah. She's ignorant to what he had to offer, salvation. And he's, she, he, she's also ignorant that, that, yeah, that, that all, she could receive it just by asking. Are y'all hearing me? But in making the statement, he arouses her interest. Look at the patience of Jesus here. 
she hears what he says, but she's still totally indifferent to everything he's talking about. Verse 11, she says to Jesus, in first place, I believe she might have been popping her neck when she said it. In the first place, the well is deep. And secondly, you don't even have anything to draw with. Y'all hearing this? But since you brought it up, since you brought it up, I did hear you. Yeah, you ain't, you, you, the well is deep. You ain't got nothing to draw with, but I did hear you. What about this living water you talking about? He got her now. <laughs> she, he, she heard her. She heard her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, since she brought it up, what is this living water all about? How are you going to give anybody any kind of water? You ain't got nothing to draw with. And the well is, are y'all hearing me? How, how are you going to give anybody any kind of, are you greater than our father Jacob who dug this well in the first place? Who you think you are? Y'all hearing this? Listen to Jesus. Listen to Jesus doing what Jesus does. He says, anybody who drinks this water is going to get thirsty again. That in your book? He said, but anybody who drinks of the water that I have to give will never thirst again because that water is an everlasting spring. Verse 15. The woman says to Jesus, probably sarcastically, tell you what, give me some of that water. Give me some of that water so I won't ever have to come to this well again. She still ain't quite got it. Give me some of that water so I won't ever have to come out here in the sun again. Listen to Jesus. Listen to Jesus. Jesus now. He's got her attention. She heard him say living water. He's got her attention now. But she still ain't quite getting the full picture. She's Focus on the living water, but she's still unclear on the giver of the living water. But look at how Jesus patiently deals with this woman. Then he gets into the conversation about her personal life. They didn't talk a little living water and stuff, and now. Now he gets into her personal life. He says, go, go, go get your husband and come back. Y'all hear me? And in the process of asking her that, he reveals that he already knew her business. That's all he's doing. Yeah, Jesus, anytime Jesus asks a question, don't think he's asking because he don't know. Yeah, he getting into her business, but he already knew her business. The truth is, she had five husbands. The one that she was with now. Are y'all here? Let me say it another way. She she was she had five husbands and and she was working on number six. Before we get too deep and delve too deep into her business. Uh, Jesus knew all her business and rather than to go get too deep into her business, let me just shut it off by letting you know he knows about your mess too. He, he knows about yours too. So we don't have to deal no more with hers. That's, yeah, just know that he knows. Wonder if I got a witness here. He knows. In the process, in the process, the woman is convicted. And there, there, there can be no conversion without conviction. Y'all hearing that? There can be no conversion without conviction. She says, okay, 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 okay. I'm perceiving now. You, you all up in my business. You know stuff. I don't know how you know it. I'm perceiving now that you are a prophet. <laughs> 
perceiving now that you, you're a preacher. I, I, I'm picked up on that. You, you must be a prophet. So now she wants to argue religion. Since I know you, preacher. Since I know you, the prophet, let me. She says, uh, <clears throat> I perceive you, you are a prophet. She said, uh, now we here in Samaria, we, we all believe that this mountain right here is the place of worship. This is the place where our father Jacob dug as well. This is the place he left. Us. We believe that this is the place where we ought to worship. But y'all, Jews, believe that Jerusalem is the headquarters for worship. See her now. She's trying to change the subject. Get on, get in an argument about religion. We, we believe we worship here. Y'all believe you worship over in Jerusalem. You see, it's a lot easier to argue religion than it is to come face to face with your sins. Y'all hear me? I just said something right there. I say, a whole lot easier to argue religion than it is to come face to face with your sins. Jesus says, here's where I want to get to. He said, lady, the time is coming. When worship won't be confined to this mountain or to Jerusalem. In other words, in other words, there will come a time when there will be no Holy Ghost headquarters. <laughs> Just busted somebody's bubble. There will come a time when you won't be able to headquarter the Holy Ghost in a certain place. Once again, Jesus points out her spiritual ignorance. She didn't know who to worship. She didn't know where to worship. She didn't know how to worship. In doing so, <clears throat> he makes an important point. You see, the point that he's making here, and you need to write this down somewhere, all religions are not equally acceptable before God. Y'all need to hear me. Well, there are a lot of them out there. A lot of people believe a whole lot of things. Young people, I'm glad you're here today. You're going to college. You're going to be exposed to a whole lot of stuff. But all religions are not equally acceptable under God. The truth of the matter is everybody can't be right. Y'all hear me? Everybody can't be right. Jesus Jesus says salvation is of the Jews. Salvation is of the Jews. Don't be confused. Don't be confused. When Jesus says salvation is of the Jews, that doesn't mean that you, 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 you got to be a Jew to be saved. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That, that's still some Jews that still don't believe in Jesus. It doesn't say you got, that ain't saying you got to be a Jew to be saved. Yeah, yeah. It, it merely means that God chose the Jewish nation to be the nation through which his son, the savior of the world, was going to be born. He just chose them to be the ones that he was going to send his son through. This is where I want to get to. This is where I want to get to. <clears throat> because this statement opens up the door for us to get this rhema word today. Amen, amen. Here it is. He says to this woman, the hour is coming and is now when the true worshiper shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Are you hearing me? That, there'll come a time when you won't be able to get to this mountain or to Jerusalem. Are y'all hearing me? Why? Because God is spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. What is he saying to her? What is he saying to her? He's saying there'll come a time there come a time when worship won't be a matter of where you are. Are y'all hearing me? But worship will be a matter of whether or not you're in the presence of a holy God. 
Are y'all hearing me? And then here is a sermon right here. He says that time is right now. Are y'all hearing me? My brothers and my sisters, God is looking for a worshiper who even in the midst of a pandemic when we can't get to the church house, he's looking for a worshiper who can worship him wherever they are. One of I got a witness in the house. He's looking for somebody who doesn't have to be in the right church and in the right seat and in the right choir singing the right songs with the right preacher in the pulpit. Y'all ain't hearing me. God is looking for somebody who will worship him anyhow in spirit and in truth. He's looking for folk who uh, can shout in the shower. Y'all ain't hearing me. He's looking for somebody who can lift their hands in the living room. He's looking for somebody who can dance in the den. Yeah. Somebody who can praise him in the grocery store. Yeah. Somebody who don't mind running uh, in the post office. Uh, he's looking for sometimes, my brothers uh, and my sisters, uh, you got to pull off the road, uh, get out of your car, yeah, and bless his holy name. God is looking for somebody who can worship him and who will worship him wherever they are. Yes, that time is now. Are y'all hearing me? While the church house is closed, the time is now. When there's nobody to praise God with you, the time is now. When you are only, when you are the only believer in in the house. The time is now. Y'all ain't hearing me. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, God has brought us to right now. And I believe that he would have me to tell you right now that now is the time that you began to worship me wherever you are. Yes, you can't get to Salem, but worship right where you are yeah. can't get to your seat but worship right where you are yes yes there's so much more to worshiping God than being in your seat than being in your place are y'all hearing me I just believe that when you come in the house of God something on the inside yeah, and wherever you are yeah, that's where the house of God is. But there ought to be something uh, on the inside that wells up on the inside. And wherever I am, it wells up in me. And I began to shout, I thank God for my mountains. I thank God for my valleys. I thank him for the storm he brought me through. Because if I never had a problem I would not know that God could solve them I'd never know what faith in God could do I can shout anywhere because through it all I've learned to trust in Jesus through it all I've learned to depend yes upon his word. When I came to Salem over 30 years ago, I would come, young preacher, prepared, had my notes all in order, and I'd stand there behind the pulpit I'd stand right where I was and never move and I'd go through my sermon. It wasn't long before I figured out about the middle of the sermon every Sunday. Now Mama Collins would jump up, just start jumping up and down. 
And I'm wondering what, what did I say? And not only now, Mama, Mother Annie B would just fall over in the chair, start worshiping God, and Sister Willine would run up and down the aisle, and I'm wondering what in the world, what, what did I say? What, what brought all that on? But what I soon realized, that what was going on with them really didn't have nothing to do with what I was saying. Y'all ain't hearing me. All those saints, if you preach, it was all right. They'd help you out, but it really didn't matter what you were doing. Yeah, what they were doing, they'd say, when I think about Jesus, it doesn't matter if Rev is having a bad day. It really doesn't matter if Rev ain't got a good sermon today. But when I think about Jesus and all that he's done for me. Are y'all hearing me? It really doesn't matter if Pastor ain't got no tune. It doesn't matter if he's losing his voice. When I think about Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul cries hallelujah when I think about Oh, 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 you want to get your shot on? Think about while you were still a sinner. He loved you much, so much that he gave his son to die in your place. Are y'all hearing me? You, 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 you want to, you, you want to know what, what true worship is all about? Just think about it. When I was on my way to hell, but Jesus gave his life to turn it all around, died on the cross. Laid him in a borrowed tomb, but early Sunday morning, he got up, proclaiming that all power is in his hands. And today, today, right now, now is the time when the church of God really learns how to worship. Separated from the building, separated from the other saints. Now is the time that the children of God really learn how to worship, true worship. The word of God is clear. If thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And today, today, if you can change your mind and believe on him, Today, today, he'll turn life around. He'll save you today. If you're here, we invite you. We invite you to come. If you're not in this building, as I've been saying to you, the good news is that he will save you right where you are. The good news, wherever you are right now, he's there. And in the midst of your worship, in the midst of worship, in the midst of what you're hearing right now, he will turn life around for you right now. So wherever you are, you can accept him today as Lord and Savior of your life. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Through it all. Through Jesus, I learned to trust in God through. is the same if today you've changed your mind if today you've decided that Jesus is your choice your next move if you are at home your next move 
is to call the church office and express to them your decision today and your desire to be a part of the family of God. Call the church office and become a part of this church. As I said to you all the time, this is not the only church. It's a good one, but it's not the only one. But if you have accepted him today, if you have believed on him today, find yourself a Bible-believing church. Get to it. Tell the pastor about a decision you've made this day. This day, because of what you have believed, you have believed on him, you're saved. Thank God for you. God bless you. And God keep you is our prayer. Why don't we give God praise in here? Why don't we give God praise in here? Amen. You may be seated. Amen. 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 We thank God today that Aaron, uh, you all, uh, somebody bring a mic, somebody. Yeah, you got one. Okay, you good. You good. All right. All right. In the absence of our clerk. <laughs> We uh, we we gonna let you clerk today. We gonna we just thank God today, and the Bible is so so right. If you raise a child in the way they should go, if you do your part, God will do the rest. Erin is a she's a she's a Salem baby. <laughs> she she doesn't know anything but Salem. She she doesn't know anything but church. Because her parents have brought her, their, their children up like that. And so because of what they have done, because of their work, yes, she's young, but she doesn't know anything else. And according to the word of God, Jesus says, Suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not. For of such is the... You want to know what heaven is like? Look right there. <laughs> You don't know what heaven is like. Look, look, look right there. That's, that's what heaven, heaven is made up of those pure minds and pure hearts just like that, that child. So, so, young lady, we thank God for you today. We thank God for you today. We thank God that today, well, really not today, you already accepted Jesus. I already heard all about it. I already heard all about it. God bless you, Miss Aaron. You believe in Jesus? Yeah. Amen. Amen. You, you, you accept him today? You want to live your life for Jesus? Yeah. And you want to be baptized? Yeah. All right. That's enough for me right there. Amen. 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 God bless you. I'm going to save my hug for you, okay? I'm going to save it. I got it. I'm going to save it for you, okay? All right. All right. You all can be seated. Come on, y'all. Can y'all help me? There's a storm out on the ocean, and it's moving. Come on, this way. Oh, if your soul not anchored in Jesus, oh, you will surely drift away. There's a storm out on the ocean. And it's moving this way. Oh, if your soul not anchored in Jesus, you will surely drift away. Oh, drift away. Oh, drift away. You will surely drift away. Oh, if your soul. You will surely drift away. Ah, there's a storm out on the ocean, and it's moving. Oh, drift away, drift away, oh, drift away. 
why don't we bless the Lord in here? Why don't we bless the Lord in his house? We're grateful to God that even in the midst of this pandemic, he continues to add to his church. We thank God for Aaron today. We thank God for the work that her parents have put in, those youth workers have put in to bring her to this point. And it's just wonderful to see a child turning life around as a child. You have to remember the creator in the days of your youth. And we just thank God. We just thank God for that. Back when I was a child, they used to, grown people would hold you back. they say, she don't understand what she's doing. She don't understand. Well, we are not saved by our understanding. We are saved by our belief. <laughs> Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Some of us have been saved a long time and we still don't understand a whole lot about it. But we believe it. And because we believe it, because we believe it, heaven is our home. Thank you so much for your attendance. Thank our young people. Thank y'all so much. Thank y'all so much. Amen. Thank y'all for all your support today. Amen. Y'all did. Y'all were, y'all were with me today. Y'all said amen a little bit, but y'all so far back, I couldn't hear you. <laughs> amen. So next time, y'all, y'all just stay, stay a little closer to me. I ain't gonna hurt nobody. I ain't gonna hurt nobody. Thank you so much. God bless you. God keep you. Let me just solicit uh, your prayers uh, for the family of Deacon Terry Brown. The family of Deacon Terry Brown. Deacon Terry Brown, uh, one of our deacons went home to be with the Lord. I want us just to be in prayer uh, with Sister Mildred and his entire family. Also, uh, Sister Cynthia Vickers uh, lost one of her sisters. Her sisters went home to be with the Lord. Her sister went home to be with the Lord also. Uh, sister Costello Miller. That's a sister of Sister Cynthia Vickers. And also the sister of uh, Sister Beverly Barton. Her name is Felice Hurst the sister of Sister Beverly Barton. So let's continue to keep our members in prayer and not only our members, people everywhere in need of prayer right now. A lot going on, so let's just try to remember all in prayer. On this coming Wednesday, on this coming Wednesday from 9 to 4, uh, there will be a drive-up testing here at Heritage Hall. So if you are in need of testing and desire to be tested for uh, the virus, you can come right here uh, between 9 and 4 on Wednesday. Uh, the testing is free, and uh, if you need any more details, you can look on the social media uh, to, to get details about this. But those who have not been tested, those who desire to be tested, uh, here at Heritage Hall, there will be drive-up from 9 until 4 on Wednesday. Amen. Amen. Again, God bless you. God keep you. Thank you so much, uh, Reverend Bush, and, and, and thank you so much to all of our, 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 our music staff, Reverend, Reverend Pitts, everybody. Thank you all so much uh, for just coming to be a part and sharing in worship this morning. God be with you till we meet again.
sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with us now, henceforth, and forevermore. Let us all say. Amen. Amen.